Well, all my kids are now adults. I have six kids, one daughter-in-law, so seven altogether. I'm trying to keep relationship with all of them. I'm a busy guy, Danny. I have something going on all the time. I try to text. I try to get together and swing by when I can for those who are here in the area. And I, I love that. I just love being able to sit down, hear from them, see what God's doing, find out where they're going next. And I love being part of the journey with them. I'm John Fuller. I'm joined by Dr. Danny Huerta. He's a professional counselor. And Danny, you often see that giving our kids freedom to express their emotions in healthy ways can actually lead to a good long-term relationship with them, right? Yeah, and the keys there are freedom and healthy together, right? Uh, There are unhealthy ways for kids to express uh, their emotions, and that can come out in behaviors that can be potentially dangerous and really damaging in the home, uh, such as uh, punching holes in the wall and other things like that. So here, what it really means when we're thinking about emotions being expressed in a healthy way it begins with you as a parent. How do you manage your emotions? How do you uh, express them in healthy ways towards your spouse or towards others while you're driving or at the store? How are your emotions spilling out? Your kids will mirror a lot of what you do, and they're, they're pretty immature in the way that they're handling it. I recently saw a dad with, with his son. I hadn't seen them in eight years, and I knew this dad had uh, a good relationship with his son and uh, listened well with his son. And they were out to, to dinner. He, he, he was taking out his two sons to dinner. And uh, uh, this young man, I know, got the opportunity to uh, express and process his emotions openly with both his mom and his dad. And so dads, know that you have a lot of contribution in this. How comfortable are you with your own feelings? I hear a lot of dads saying, well, I don't talk about my feelings. It is so important for your, for your sons and daughters to see that you are an emotional human being and that it's an opportunity to have a deeper relationship when you enter the world of emotions. Hmm. And you're able to talk about those openly because it gets pretty vulnerable and it can feel a little out of control. But that's where closeness, attachment, deep-rootedness in your relationship takes place. Don't avoid that as dads. Know that your sensitivity will be very helpful in your kids' lives as you enter into places of where you're at emotionally and where they're at with a lot of patience. Yeah, and I, I so appreciate what you're saying, and uh, it, I, I'm a little uncomfortable with it, so let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, John. No, seriously, if, if what Danny is sharing is a little foreign to you, then listen in now as we turn to a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, who had some excellent ideas on how to emotionally connect with your children. Hey, guys, welcome back to Focus. Thanks for having us. I always have to start with this, because, Christy, you were once an institute, Focus Institute. I, you remember? Yeah, well, yes, I remember I that. Was. So you came for a semester. And yeah. It was wonderful, wasn't it? Oh, like, <laughs> No, but, like, it really was. We were driving oh, in today, good. and I realized, you know, our kids are with us for the first time. They haven't been to visit, and they get to be a part of this. I'm yeah. like, this is where... You know, some of our like best friendships really, uh, truly well, started. What, and what's really crazy is we're here and we're staying here in Colorado with one of Christy's acquaintances. best friends yeah. uh, that she met here at the Institute. Yeah. Well, I was and, kidding, but that, I mean, it, it was such yeah. a good program. We had to end that a while back, but uh, so many, I think 5,000 students went through that program. Did they really? Yeah. So it was a big, big alumni group. So. I, lit- I said to Josh this morning as we drove in, I was like, I don't know if I would have met him had mm. I not come here. Wow. It was that powerful. pivotal in my life. Like. At just you know when you hit that intersection in life yeah. and it was big decision makers 
I don't think we would be here. So. Well, that's a good testimony. Pretty cool. Good story. Yeah. Um, we need to start with some of the terminology that you use generally, like emotional safety, emotional intelligence. And I got to confess, sometimes I'm, you know, the jazz hand thing is driving me crazy a little bit with the uh, political correctness, I guess. But I do want to know what you mean about this and how important it is to know uh, more about emotional safety and emotional intelligence. Yeah, and the political correctness thing, it, when we truly look at what emotional safety is all about, you know when you feel safe in a relationship or when you feel threatened in a relationship and what that feels like. And um, it really started with us because when we were first parents, we were overwhelmed by all of the parenting, like, experts and the strategies and you know you can't even leave the hospital before you have to make a decision about immunizing your children and then you know there's the debate about spanking and not spanking and should we have our kids sleep with us or not you know bpa free products gluten-free diet and you're just so overwhelmed you got to have a phd in in parenting yeah it's like what the world and so you increase your anxiety as a parent Mm -hmm. and so i went back and i looked at all the research on parenting and what truly matters when it at the end of the day, when our children, like yours, 17 night take, at the end of the day, they start to launch what would have really mattered. And over and over and over again in the research, it always came back to this idea that there was a secure attachment with the parent, that there yeah. was an emotionally safe relationship with the parent. Now, I, I want to clarify too, because that doesn't necessarily mean we don't discipline our children. That doesn't mean that they're not getting consequences for their behaviors sure. and that we're not pushing them to challenge them. In fact, if we're not pushing and challenging who they are, that can be termed as unsafe. So so we want to, it's this balance of support and challenge along the journey. And so I think it's important that we do define emotional safety in a healthy way. Yeah, no, that's really good. In one sense, this topic seems you know pretty simple, straightforward. Um, we all have emotions and we uh, usually we're able to keep those in check. So the question I think is why is this topic important? Why should we be adding one more thing the kind of your children's emotional stability to the list. It sounds important to me. Yeah. So why would we do that? Well, let me do this first of all, because I think this really is a research study that sets the tone for this. Google a couple of years ago did this um, study. They wanted to test their hiring process to see if it was working. And what they were hiring for were STEM skills, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, mm. which is what we train our kids for. It's what they go to school for is to get these hard skills. And so they tested their most productive teams within Google. And what they found at the end of the study was that STEM skills came in dead last of their most productive teams within Google. Hmm. And the, the top three skills were emotional safety, number one, empathy, number two, and emotional intelligence, number three. They found that it was the soft skills that were the most important as it related to outcomes. And so it was this idea that when we're working on a team, there's a sense of camaraderie. I'm not going to bully you. I'm not going to make fun of you if you have an idea that doesn't seem to make sense. We're going to put that idea on the table. I'm going to feel valued. We might not go with that idea, but at least we're working as a team and there's a sense of we're in this together yeah. type of mentality. No, I like that. You know, one thing I've said here at Focus, you know, hire character, train competence. Mm. And I think character, that those are all things that are wrapped up in character. Yeah. Uh, but companies do themselves and organizations do themselves a good deed when they hire people that have character and, and you can train the competence that they need. Yeah. And when you're a safe person, when you're carrying that safety with you and people feel like they feel like they're part of your team. You can motivate them to do anything. Motivation comes out of feeling like I'm an important part of this team. I'm important. And those are the skills that our kids get early on that it's not just in their career, 
it's in their closest relationships when they go to get married, well, when they go to have children, when they go, like, yeah. that, it, it spans all across their relationship. Well, Danny, after hearing uh, Josh and Christy, I'm encouraged. I, I, mm-hmm. I can unpack my emotions. I can give my kids a safe space. Go ahead and give our listeners some additional tools that they can use to engage their kids at an emotional level. Yeah, parents laugh at the how do you feel uh, phrase, right? What is it that you're feeling? Or I feel. They feel it's kind of froofy, actually, many times. And it's important to know that you bring many tools to the table for your kids to learn how to use. And it's going to help them in their future relationships with their spouse, right? And then, uh, and then with their children as well, as parents. And the way you do it is, is you can start simply with a chart. You can have a, a chart where you have the six basic emotions. You can look that up online all over the place and then add to their vocabulary. Help them uh, pinpoint what the word is that dis- best describes what they're feeling inside. And one word that I love is the word momentum. Emotions hmm. are signals of what, what momentum we have inside. That's good. And help kids learn. These are simply signals. Help me understand what else is happening. Yeah. What are the thought bubbles? What is it that you see? What do you believe about this? Emotions simply reveal a lot about what's going on inside, and that momentum many times goes into behaviors. And so if you're seeing certain behaviors, maybe go to the emotions, help them express that, and then go to the thoughts. It gives you so much insight and so much more understanding about your child, their personality, and how they see things. Yeah, I had a teenager who was really just stuck in a pattern of kind of bad behaviors, mm-hmm. And uh, that sense of I'm stuck and I'm just going to be the bad kid um, kind of got lifted as there was positive momentum, some wins in that mm-hmm. life. And we were able to accentuate the positive, if you will. And, and that, was a, that was like a total attitudinal change, seeing I can be successful. And, and suddenly I'm running towards success, not I'm acting out because I don't know what else to do. So I appreciate that connection that you've made between momentum, feelings, thinking, and it really is incumbent on us as parents to be students of our kids and to kind of give them permission and to help them unpack everything inside them. That's great, John. And I think, you know, if if a child just learns to say, well, I'm just angry, but they don't learn the word frustration or uh, embarrassed, there isn't a solution that you can bring to specifically what the signal is telling you. Mm -hmm. And so if a child says, I'm embarrassed... It gives you the opportunity to talk about that experience rather than I'm just angry. Then you're trying to control behavior. If it's embarrassment, then you talk about what created that, what interpretation was there, or if it's frustration, what's frustrating you and what can we do about it? What do you need from me in that? And then you can partner up on solving that rather than just reacting to the anger. Well, we have so much here at Focus to help you in this journey as a parent to be emotionally healthy and to set that great tone of safety and emotional intelligence in the home. Um, certainly one resource is the book from Josh and Christy Straub. It's a wonderful book to read to your kids when they're younger. It's called What Am I Feeling? But actually, it's a pretty good primer on how to unpack all of this uh, with a child of any age. So uh, find out more about the book. And if you can, make a donation to Focus on the Family today, a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. That sustains us. That allows us to keep going uh, in making uh, podcasts like this and producing resources and offering 
um, free phone consultations with our caring Christian counselors. All of the ministry happens because you donate. So please, as you can, contribute to the work. And uh, for a gift of any amount today, we'll send that book by Josh and Christy, What Am I Feeling? And don't forget about the series of articles that Danny and the team have put together called Seven Traits of Effective Parenting, which covers a wide range of topics from respect and love and boundaries to more. And uh, we'll post a link for those articles in the show notes. Well, remember, if you can, please, to leave a review for us wherever you listen to this show. That does make a difference. It helps with searchability. It commends the uh, podcast to others. And if you can, let us know that you enjoy it. Just give us a call. Uh, We always appreciate hearing your thoughts. Well, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team here, thanks for listening today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.